Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, Believe Nation, Commanders Nation? It's Anthony Armstrong here with Believe in Commanders, my co host, Brian Murphy, on the other side of the screen. What's going on, man? How are you? Not too much is going on. Not a lot of good stuff after a, a bad loss there in week two. We'll we'll get into all of that. But uh, overall, for a Monday, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can say I I played my first bit of bet online uh, okay. bets this weekend. So I did a little parlay. Um, I did not win my parlay, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm still here doing the show. Uh, I don't get to retire yeah. early, but man. I don't know. I appreciate it. It was fun playing that, uh, getting on bed online for once. Yeah. Well, speaking of, they they br- help bring the show every time. Yeah. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. That's where we always hit up uh, the lines for our picks every week. Uh, you can find reviews and news for every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. It continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. So head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. And if you use our promo code Believe50, B L E A V 50, you receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And the game. The game did not start well for the Commanders. That's a pretty good and bad segue at the same time. Uh, Detroit gets the win. What was the final score? 36 to 27. Um, What are your overall thoughts on what happened yesterday? We're recording this on Monday afternoon. Uh, Well, so I've... I've, like I told you, everybody knows I'm in Texas, so I don't get to watch the games live uh, as as do you. Um, so I'm I listened to the okay. the home broadcast. So I heard Bram uh, Weinstein, Julie Donaldson, and, and, and London Fletcher um, calling the game, and it just it just didn't sound so good. It sounded pretty bad uh, over the broadcast. Um, and I and I went back today and was watching the game, and it was it was. I feel like every section of the game, there was something different going on. Um, overall, it was just definitely not the performance that you wanted. I know that's not the. I know that's not how they uh, were, were going to plan on you know showing up that game. That's not who the identity of this team is, and they just seemed off. You know, I think they seemed off. We can talk about that, you know, later on in the show. But all in all. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say that that's just not the performance that you're looking for. I do not think that that's what they were expecting to do. Yeah, they, off is just a, a really good word because it wasn't just one unit, one player, um, or anything like that. Everybody was off, especially in that first half. I mean, you get down 22 to nothing. Second half was a little bit better, but being down by 22, I know you want to come out of the second half with it, you know, the mindset that it's zero zero, but the the reality is you're down 22 to nothing kind of just like that. You don't have a lot of time to turn it around. You know, they made a valiant effort in the second half, but that first half was so ugly. I'm not sure that there was much you could do to turn it around sadly. So yeah, yeah it, w- it was ugly in a whole lot of different ways and it's hard to, to, 
point a finger at one thing because, you know, in the first half, you know, you want to point the finger at the defense, but the offense wasn't sustaining anything. They weren't getting any drives going to help out the defense. Special teams wasn't very good. Some of the returns were bad. Tress Way had a couple of bad punts. I mean, it, it was all over the place, and it, it's a frustrating, uh, you know, uh, bad feeling after coming off a big week one victory. You were hoping to, to back that up, and that certainly didn't happen in Detroit. As you got to give credit to Detroit too. They whereas Washington was all over the place and not doing well on all three phases of the ball. Detroit was, and they took it to you, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're kind of back to the drawing board here after week two. Yeah, you know, you, you do have to give Detroit some credit. Yeah, think, man, that's a good, that's a, that's a solid team. They're going to surprise mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, you know, if they end up, you know, over 500 later on in the year, don't, you know, you can call me crazy now, but like if right. they end up over 500, like, I think that's a definite possibility. I mean, that run attack and if their defense can stay aggressive like that, uh, and that, that was the biggest thing for me. I mean, it, Carson Wentz was never comfortable back there. There was constant pressure. I mean, linemen getting pushed back. The pocket was just squeezing in on them. Um, I I took some notes. I saw that there was a, one of the plays where uh, Hutchison had a sack, and he looped around, and, and there was like Chase Rouye got caught in on the D-tackle, and then just right around, it's just a free alley uh, for, for uh, Hutchison to run down there, and he made the sack. And he, Everybody was saying how immobile – Hurt uh, winces in comparison to Jalen Hurts, and I was like, you know, he's not that immobile, but you could definitely see that maybe Jalen Hurts can make somebody miss in a phone booth, and that's not Carson's game. Uh, so O line definitely got to be cleaned up. Yeah, absolutely. And and tough news. It sounds like uh, Chase Roulier, you, you mentioned him, got banged up. It sounds like he might go on the short-term IR. So there's already some depth issues there. Wes Schweitzer's your typical backup center. Uh, he was out this week. So Wes Martin had to come in. I mean, there's just a depth issue there on the offensive line, but they need to get it turned around really quick. As well as they did in week one, they took a, a significant step back in week two. So they got to shore some things up, as does – you know, the entire defense, uh, we saw them, you know, blowing coverages. that looked like all over the place. Saman Ross, St. Brown, who is by far their best receiving weapon was wide open a couple of times. And that guy's legit. I think that he's a legit playmaker, but no reason that guy should be wide open. So we heard it, you know, in training camp, them say that communication was better than ever. It's not showing that way right now because guys are running free um guys deandre swift fell down on a route and still scored a touchdown i mean that is that is not good and this whole defense needs to take a look at itself or it's going to be a really really long season yeah absolutely there's going to be some pursuit drills that are going to be in play um if i'm if i'm jack del rio i'm telling these guys that like look fellas this week everybody needs to finish to the football and I would tell the practice squad players to score every single play. And if this guy gets to the end zone and you don't touch him, then like you're getting some sort of like you got to do five up down or something. Like you have to make it such a you have to make guys be accountable to this. I mean, the tackling. I wrote that play down. I mean, see, I looked. I was like, he did. I'm like, dude, fell down, mm-hmm. got up, made three cuts to the left, and then was in the end zone. Now these are the plays that I, I had heard. And then I get to see them now. So now I'm putting the visual with the audio and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is what happened. Like that's, that's, I mean, you know, you blitz some people and you know, that's fine, but it's like, you just gotta, 
rally up. I mean, I saw one of the D tackles. I think it was Jeter, the new guy. He was right behind him. He didn't dive or didn't try to dive. That's upsetting. So you really have to look at yourself, look deep down inside. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Because this this league can get ugly, and you got a tough opponent coming up, up next week. So uh, you definitely want to make sure everybody is getting to the football and tackling. That needs to improve immensely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I know that the hot button is is the hot button issue is is the defense. What what are your thoughts on Jack Del Rio? Is it too early to make a change? You're seeing a lot of that on Twitter, and I know that's a lot of frustrated fans. I, I know people are commenting. You know, he called out Jamin Davis last week, right? He said that he did not play well. Um, he he pu- kind of publicly called him out, said that he needs better. I, I don't know that it was like kind of. I don't think it was unfair by any means. I think he did need to play better. But at what point do you call out the coach? I mean, the, the coaching might need to be better. Where where are you with Jack Del Rio? Do you think his scheme can work? Or is this just kind of a, a sitting duck that's going to be an issue until a new voice is in there? Well, you know, I, I think that you, I, you person, listen, I think I, you go ahead. I, I never want a guy to lose his job. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. you know, you can see the frustration. You can see that there's something needs to change. And so yeah. that's that's the reason I asked that question. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's, it's a very valid question. Um, it's not going to be in every situation where you just change, you know, a coach and then everything just improves automatically. Now, I I have to wait once again. I just have to wait to get some more of this tape because I was looking at one one. Um, you're starting to see some personnel things and formations that are catching this defense in bad positions. Right. So, for example, uh, there was it was an empty set. And empty, people think, oh, five wide receivers. Well, you really had uh, two receivers, one running back and two tight ends. So they had a receiver all the way out to the sideline to the left, tight end in the slot, tight end in the number three position, one, two, and three. On the backside, they put Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot, and then they had a running back outside, probably DeAndre Swift. Over the top of Amon Ra, you had Jamin Davis, and then behind him, you had Derek Forrest. Now, Easy alignment wise, you can tell. One, those neither of those guys should should be covering him sure. by themselves, first and foremost. Right? <laughs> Person personnel wise, I'm gonna say, hey, St. Juice, get off of, get off of the tight end and come cover 14. Right? Yep. You probably need to play some more matchups based on who you're gonna see. Cause if they're gonna be able to just line up in a formation and know where you're gonna be, that ain't gonna cut it. No, it's not going to cut it. And well, then this is the same formation that you saw the previous week against Jacksonville. Right now, this is getting into a game plan thing. So you say change coach. Yeah, they're going to have to look self scout and say, OK, maybe we don't do this. We yeah. stop putting these guys in this position. Um, it, I do. I do think there's I do think there's I don't think the linebackers. Are, I still think that's just a huge hole. That's a huge hole, and in a you know in a four three you know you want your down lineman to get to the ball or get get some pressure, and if that's not getting pressure, then it puts a lot of pressure on the, the linebackers, and if they're not playing well, it just everything kind of trickles uphill. Right. And you know I think they're going to really have to do some self scouting, and you know have everybody talk and say this is the way that we're going to play against this look. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, because I- if that's how you're going to set it up, that's going to be too easy for other teams. Yeah, I think, uh, and I'm not to ride the fence, but I'm not ready to to get rid of Jack Del Rio. I think that he, you know, what he did in 2020, there was some legitimacy to that. That defense was pretty good, and we've seen some flashes over the last couple of years. 
But I agree with you. I think I saw a clip or, you know, read a clip that Amon Ross St. Brown said that he knew this defense struggles when the receivers get in bunches. So if you're if you're an offensive coordinator, you're going to bunch up all your best receivers and, and cause havoc. If And that that is a coaching issue, like you were saying, that is a scheming issue that you need to figure out. You need to figure out quick. So that's why I'm not ready to get on the the fire him or, or make any huge changes right away, because I think it, there is some tweaking that can make them successful. Not to mention, not to make excuses, but also not to mention you're missing Chase Young. I mean, you already knew coming into the season it would be at least a month and a half or so before you'd see him. But Cam Curl, you know, right before the season has surgery, you got to think that he's he's a big missing part, that he is is part of the reason, you know, maybe some of that communication is breaking down. So I'd love to see Cam Curl back out there and see some of the changes that they're able to make. But as much as I don't want to fire the guy after two weeks, I do want to see some significant improvement and, and you kind of have to, or it's going to get ugly really quick. Like you said, it's a trickle yeah. thing and it's going to just keep trickling until it's a full on flood. Yeah. And I, and I, I wrote down just looking at the way things set up. So um, if you saw the game and I heard them mention this as well, David Mayo was in more on running down situations. Mm -hmm. They took Jamin Davis out. And I can understand that you're trying to get somebody in there that's going to be better against the run. Well, shoot, Detroit started to pass into that yeah. stuff, right? So it's like, oh, damn, you got us, right? Um, and then when Jamin was in there, they would they would rush Jamin a lot more and blitz him. And they put him in you know situations to make him, frankly, not have to think as much. And I mm -hmm. do think that he played a pretty solid game. I think he flew around. He showed up on tape. Uh, so kudos to him for, for getting better. And, and, hell, London Fletcher pointed that out as well. So when London sees it, uh, you're doing a good job. So uh, shout out to him. But – uh, one thing I was thinking, I wrote down, it says, Defoe can tackle. Do you consider putting him in the box? That uh, So I saw I saw a uh, screenshot. I, I don't know who the writer was, if he was a Detroit guy or, or whatnot, but that, that box was cleared out. DeAndre Swift could have gone one of four different ways and had, you know, 10, 10 yards worth of green grass in front of him or turf or whatever they have there. Um, I, I, I kind of think that you got to try something. I mean, it, it, there's no shot that it can be worse than what you're doing right now. I, I kind of tweeted the same thing. I was like, when Cam Curl comes back, do you think about putting one of those guys down in there as a kind of pseudo linebacker, kind of like what Landon Collins did last year? It can't hurt to give a different look at least. At least make some offensive coordinators rethink some things. I think you got to mix it up. And if it is, you know, a lack of talent at the linebacker position, which it kind of seems like it might be, you need to find some creative ways to fill in those holes and and kind of help those guys out. So why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? It, it can't be worse than what you're doing when you give up, you know, three straight touchdowns in the second half or whatever they did. I mean, try something different. It, you know, the yeah. definition of insanity is doing the same thing, respecting a, uh, expecting a different result go the opposite way, try something crazy and maybe you'll find, find out it actually works. Yeah. And, and I, I do the way the league is going. I mean, you see people in a, in a 12 person, that's 12 personnel that I described one running back, running back is the first number tight ends are the second number. And then you assume the remainder is going to be receivers. Mind you, the number should add up to five. Okay. Should add up to five. <laughs> Five down linemen and the, and the quarterback are already included. So the remainder is how you're going to call out personnel. So they say in 12 personnel. So then defense is relaying this message, 12, 12, 12. 
So then they roll out their 12 personnel matchups. That includes David Mayo, uh, Cole Holcomb. Mm-hmm. You bring in, uh, looks like they might have brought in St. Juice. You have your normal two corners. But then you had, you know, Defoe. Uh, actually, Jamin was in there. Jamin and, and Holcomb. Either way, you start getting matched up in, in bad spots. This is, yep. you got to start going next level to, to mix those things up. So. Yeah, to me in in the NFL, it's it's not quite positionless like it is in the NBA. Like they say, you know, the NBA is positionless, but you better have a linebacker that can run with you know a receiver every now and then. Maybe not every play, but every now and then, you've got to have a safety that can hit people. You know, you got to have some of these hybrid guys. So why not see what you got in in Derek Forrest, who's been a bright spot over these first two games, and 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 try something a little bit different, see if you can get some stops. Um, but we mentioned the offense. So the offense puts up 27 points. It was all in the second half as they were shut out in the first half. If I told you through two games that Carson Wentz would be uh, tied for the lead in, in passing touchdowns, I think he might be the leading passer technically. Um, but seven touchdowns, three interceptions, I think you'd feel pretty good about your chances. And uh, this offense looks like it's it's making some plays. You know, it took, a, took some time to get going in the first half. I don't think that uh, they had a first down until the second half. So we're talking about all this credit to the offense, but they certainly had some room to improve. But what are your thoughts? You know, we've been talking all about defense, but let's flip it over. What are, you, what are you thinking about the offense, and what are your initial thoughts through two games on what they've done so far? Man, the offense has been uh, – it's, it's just been good good offense, bad offense, um, mm-hmm. and, a little bit, and a little bit of everything in between, to be honest. I mean, that first game, yeah, it did take them a little bit to get rolling. Uh, and you say they kind of got out to an early lead, but I feel like for them to really start clicking um, – it took a little bit for that for the offense in the first game. This game here, they they never got that opportunity to get rolling. I know Twitter is going back and forth on it. Is this on the defense? Is this on the offense? I, mean, I saw one whole YouTube where it's like, hey, the offense is rolling, uh, but it's the defense that's not rolling. Well, that's kind of you know, it's not necessarily yes no. true. Right. It's yes and no. I mean, whenever whenever you're up by two and three scores late in the game you play back and you make them throw it shorter. So things can look good, um, but it's meant for you to take the shorter plays and run more time off the clock. So right. uh, all in all with the offense, it's still a work in progress. I, I I remember before I've said it time and time again, it takes four five, six weeks until you kind of really know what you're going to be looking like and what you're going to be doing. This is the second game that we've seen it. Um, Everybody had the same tape to 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 watch to try to figure out how to stop this team. Detroit chose the pressure uh, aspect of yeah. it. Let's blitz. Let's rush. Let's put as much pressure on Carson Wentz as possible. Uh, and, and you could tell it affected the play calling. It affected Scott Turner. Um, he he wasn't able to do all the the wildly creative thing. I feel like last week was much more creative. This one here was kind of forcing your hands. Like you're running play action, but you really haven't had a run game all day. So that, right. that's kind of pointless. So it's it's a tough it's a tough one. Uh, jury's still out. I do think the, the potential is high. The potential yeah. is really high. But you can see the areas that need to improve. And, and I think they have the time to do it. You got a couple of weeks. So, you know, still four or five weeks. I think that's, that's when they're going to start really hitting their stride. 
Yeah, I, I'm not ready to crown them the best offense we've you know ever seen in Washington or, or one of the best offenses in the league. But I, I do think that the potential is there and I like what I'm seeing. You know, they, they did not roll over. And in the, the second half, you know, the first drive took two minutes off the clock and they went down and scored. They got it within seven a couple of times. Um, so I, I like what Carson Wentz is doing. He's obviously got to take care of the ball. He, he sailed his pick went high. Um, we know about the fumble in the back of the end zone. I, I think that counts as a turnover. It, it led to points, so I'm going to call it a turnover, even if it's not technically the fumble there. Um, but, you know, I think that the rushing game needs to do a little bit better than 88 yards. I mean, your your lead running back only averaged two yards a carry. I think through two games, he's only about three yards a carry. So you need more from that, and you hope that Brian Robinson will help you there. But I do like that they didn't roll over. You know, getting down 22 to nothing – how many times in the past, especially in Washington, have they just, you know, kind of punted to next week? You know, you yeah. just kind of try to lick your wounds and get out of there. But they fought back. I mean, they won the second half. And I know, yeah. you know, Detroit probably was able to sit back a little bit more and, and allow some of that. But I do like what Carson Wentz has done so far. And I, I'm overall pretty pleased with it. I'm okay with taking some shots and potentially having some turnovers. If it means that you're going to spread the ball around like he did, he hit eight different receivers three different guys scored again this week. So uh, I think there are a lot of positives. I don't think it's perfect by any means. And I think they do need to be a little less streaky. Um, we yeah. saw that in week one, they went two touchdowns to open, you know, then six or seven straight drives with nothing, including two turnovers and then two touchdowns to finish same, you know, kind of idea this week, nothing to start off through, through one half um, and then uh, a couple of touchdowns. They need to be more consistent. And I think if they're yeah. able to do that, it's going to help out the defense and it's going to be, you know, a little bit harder to stop if they're, they're consistently driving and drive out wearing down a defense. hundred percent. And then this is definitely a team that is, it is, it's got to be a full, you know, a total team effort. I mean, even special teams was kind of taking their lumps here, giving up some big returns and, yeah. and you know, not getting out to the 25. And it's it just all, all around. It's just like, man, you know what? They got us. They got us. We didn't play as well. It was bad, bad matchup. You could say whatever. It, either way, you, you watch the tape, you learn from this and you move forward, man. Quick as possible. Yeah. Learn from it and move forward. Well, you have no choice but to do that with two division games staring right at you. You got the Eagles uh, this coming week and then the Cowboys right after that. I think I might have seen that Dak could potentially play you, uh, could be potentially available in that game. So that that adds a little wrinkle. You're not just going up against Cooper uh, Rush there. So you don't have time to sit back and kind of, you know, mope for a week. You got to get it together because you got uh, two, two of your biggest games right off the bat. And if you're not careful, you're you're down one and three, and that's in a bad spot that nobody wants to be at. So, what what kind of improvements or or what are you looking for most from this team uh, to show that they're making strides? Like, what do you want to see most, whether it be through practice or what they're saying or what they're doing next Sunday? What's the biggest thing that you're looking for, and as as far as improvements? I mean, shoot, everything I need to see is going to be on the field. You know sure. what I mean? Now you, you you look at this tape and you got to be real with yourself, all right? It doesn't need to be any finger pointing, you know, where you're like, well, I played well. What, what did you do? Like, I don't – everybody needs to be needs to play better. Regardless if you if you grade it out at 100, we need to find a way to play better because mm -hmm. what you put out there as a unit, as a team, isn't good enough. You can't wait that long to get going. So – uh, offensively, I, I want to see those guys 
sustain drives early, right? Sustain drives early. Take it to the defense rather than letting them determine what you do. I feel like that's what happened. They were just kind of having to sit back and play in a protective environment so that nothing bad would happen rather than trying to, you know, deal with it. Like say, okay, look, they're rushing us. They're pressuring us. Let's hit them with a real quick screen. Let's negate that aggressive pass rush. That's what Philly was able to do. I mean, obviously Hurts moved around, but negate that stuff early, you know? So I want to see that type of a gameplay. Philly's going to blitz you. So how do you handle it? They're going to put some pressure on you. How are you going to handle it? They're going to get up in your face. How do you handle it? So I need to see that step up. O-line, I need you to step up. Yeah. Keep your quarterback upright, right? Understand, watch the loops, understand the games that are going to happen. I mean, pay attention to the alignments. Watch some tape, get in, get in there. Understand a little bit more. Defense, shoot, tackle, tackle. Show yep. up around the football. Just start with that and everything else will, 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 fall, will fall into place after that. Show up around the football. Well, overall, I just think they need to come out next week and hit the Eagles in the mouth. The Eagles will be coming off a short week. We'll see what they do tonight against the Vikings, how they come out of that one. Um, but I'm with you. You know, set the tone for a change. Don't don't be don't react. Go go out there and and set the tone and make something happen early on to where the other team has to switch their game plan. It always feels like Washington, whether it's the Commanders, the football team, or the Redskins, kind of have to change up their game plan because somebody throws a wrinkle. Come out there and throw a wrinkle of your own. Do something that that catches Philly off guard next week and and get the crowd back into it because you know that the people are kind of waiting to pounce on some negativity. So jump on that early and and, and go out there and, and punch a division rival in the mouth for a change and and show that you're you're not backing down. It was a bad week and that's it. We're moving on. Um, so I'm with you. I, I think we got to see it out on the field, but hopefully the the team gets to heal up a little bit. I think Rulier will probably be out for a bit, but. Hopefully get some guys back in there that can help contribute. Maybe a Cole Turner finally see him at home. Another weapon on the offense. Cam Curl hopefully back healthy. See what you can do with a full complement of weapons on both sides of the ball. So last week we did freaking Monday, and I, I told you it was all in the tone. It's all it was good last week after beating the Jaguars, or at least it was for me. Uh, this week a freaking Monday. It's a freaking Monday, and it stinks losing. Uh, to me, it's it's uh, you know I'm not I'm not. I'm not wanting Jack Del Rio gone, but my freaking Monday is he's got to hold himself accountable like he held Jamin Davis accountable last week. You know, I want to hear him say, uh, you know, actually, I don't care what he has to say. I just want to see him go out there and execute his game plan and make it happen because there's no more talking. There's no more, uh, you know, saying bad communication. We saw the bad communication. We know there's bad communication. We saw it in action. So go change what you need to change. And, and make it happen, make some big stops next week because I, I don't want to do any more negative freaking Mondays. I want some positive freaking Mondays. So, uh, Jack DeRio, you're you're on uh, the Believing Commander's hot seat, at least for me, at least for Brian Lord Murphy. Lee. Jack Del Rio, he's on the he's on the hot seat. That's my he can he can he's he's he is uh, you're also invited to come on the show. If That's you right, like absolutely. To. Come on up here, coach. If you come want to say something, here. come say it on our show. We'd love to get a, a nice quote don't, from you. Don't 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 start no fight now. No, no. Don't no. start no fight. <laughs> but hey, but real talk though. I I do like your freaking Monday. It's the truth. It is the truth. If you're in this business, that's a high stakes business. You know that's your job. Uh hell, he played linebacker. So I mean he's gonna I I'll put I'll put trust in him. I'll put trust in him. They'll find something to, to kind of work some things around. 
Um, so good freaking Monday for you. My freaking Monday. I told you I'm going to try to have a little positive spin on everything. I do. Always the positive guy. You're making me look Always. like the bad guy. Okay, no, you don't got to be the bad guy. You don't got to be the bad guy. I just figure, hey, man, everybody's going to find some negativity. See, yours was a, yours was just a, it was like it's freaking Monday. You need to be held accountable. And for me, hey, it's freaking Monday. Let's turn the page. There you it's been go. 20, it's, it's been 24 hours since the game. 24-hour rules in full effect, team. If you win or if you lose, you have 24 hours to celebrate or you can mourn, pout, cry. That's the rule of the league. You go and watch the tape. You find out how you can get better. You make those changes. You work on it all week. You get the new game plan. You go out there. You you, you rinse your mouth clean with the Super, with the Super Bowl. Hell, Super Bowl would be great. Yes. Start yep, out by getting a win against Philly, right? Yeah. Start out by getting a win against Philly. It's a whole new week. Hey, ain't no need to be like, oh man, if I would have came. Look, you now you know. You saw it. You played it. You saw it on tape. Coach cussed you out. Twitter talked about you. Let's go make the changes. Let's go make the improvements. Let's keep moving forward. It's freaking Monday. Let's turn the page. It's a whole new week. I like Let's it. Go, you already team. got you already got me ready. I'm ready for next week already. I wish we could fast forward to Sunday. I want to see some fighting these guys, and uh, we'll break down the Eagles a little bit later on this week. But uh, uh, we'll see what happens in their Monday night game. But yeah, I'm excited for them to get back out there and to prove all the the haters wrong. And I hope the defense comes out uh, hungry, uh, turning Jalen Hurts over two or three times. Um, so hopefully that's coming up this week. So like you said, we'll be back with you later this week with our picks, as always, brought, brought to you by Bet Online, And we'll look at the Eagles and what they've got going on. Uh, a really tough team there in Philly, but I, I like the commanders and like what they're able to do. So until next time, we'll talk to you soon. All right, folks, y'all be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.